Welcome to another episode of Cherokee Tech Talk, real conversations about technology and teaching from Georgia's Cherokee County School District. Now on with the show. Welcome back to Cherokee Tech Talk. I'm your host, Susie Lolly, here with a new friend of mine, Robin West. We've known each other for, I guess, about a year and a half now. She teaches at Dean Rusk Middle School, but I'm going to let her introduce the rest of her story. So, Robin, go ahead. I'm Robin West, and this is my second year at uh, Dean Rusk, actually second year in Cherokee County. I come from Forsyth County, where I was a teacher for 19 years. I have always been in the middle school setting, and my background is uh, ELA. Uh, Somehow my certificate has everything on there, like I'm certified (laughs) and everything, but really I can only do ELA. (laughs) So if we come calling for a math teacher, you're not the person to call, right? Uh, No way. (laughs) especially eighth grade math oh yeah I hit my limit I think maybe ninth or tenth grade and then don't talk to me anymore about it but I'm so glad you agreed to come on the podcast because we're talking about a topic that I really love today which is QR codes and so love QR codes yeah and I know you wouldn't believe it but there are still some teachers I've talked to in the last year or so that don't know what QR codes are so will you start out by just telling us kind of what a QR code is yes First of all, QR codes are going to make teachers' lives much easier. Um, QR actually stands for quick response, and it's basically a quick uh, scannable barcode, like an image that um, you would scan, and it takes you to a digital destination. Okay, I like that. So when, like if you give um, a website to students, even if you write it on the board, you know, as a teacher, they miss a period or they misspell something. With a QR code, you don't have that problem. I love it. And it, it basically looks like one of those crazy black and white squares. <laughs> so yes. if people yes. have seen those somewhere, I just heard that on, have you been on a Disney cruise? I've not been on a, on a Disney cruise. Yeah, we do cheap cruises, which are not Disney. But anyway. <laughs> it, that's me. <laughs> but this one made me want to go because apparently there is a, Um, a mystery that you can solve on all 12 decks of a Disney cruise and it involves QR codes. So I thought that was so amazing. It made me almost want to spend the money to go. But anyway, I I digress. So if people are reading a magazine or they see something like, you know, on a bumper sticker or whatever that looks like the crazy black and white square, it's going to be just what you said, a quick response code or QR code. So what you, I know you just said that it helps with spelling, but what are some other advantages of using QR codes? Okay, so like I said, eliminates long web addresses. Yeah. Um, And by doing that, it saves time. So there's no need to wait on each student to type it all in. Um, They're super easy to make, teacher friendly. There are several uh, websites out there that you can go to, but I have two favorites. Okay, so the, um, my favorite, websites to go to create your QR codes are qrstuff.com and these are color coded which makes it my super oh, yeah. favorite <laughs> and then there's um, qr maker okay or, or qrcodemaker.com okay but qr stuff is is user friendly it's color coded it's quick and easy um, and then you can print it you can email it you can um, 
just download it and maybe send it to OneNote where they have it. And another advantage is basically it just change, changes up your routine in the classroom. You know, um, students get bored looking at me and they get, <laughs> you know, sometimes I get bored looking at them. Not really. <laughs> but they, um, you know, they like to be out of their seats and they like to roam around. And so when I have the you know, QR codes out, it uh, changes up the routine and they do become more engaged when they have the scanner. Um, so which those brings kinesthetic me, learners involved. Yes, yes, which um, talking about scanners, um, they can uh, use their phone or uh, we're a one-to-one -one school, so they can have that on their um, laptop. Um, they like to use their phone because it is smaller, and um, they can either download a QR app, or they can actually use their Snapchat mm. uh, app, which is, they showed me that. I didn't realize that with Snapchat, but they showed me that years ago. Well, not that long. I guess a few years ago. Yeah. And, um, of course, they'd rather use their Snapchat, but um, as long as it's, you know, using it for school purposes it works for me as long as I get the information so uh, that makes it easy as well and I wanted to share my favorite QR scanner which I actually stole from Tony Vincent is Enigma or it's really Enigma I don't know why I always pronounce it Enigma when I'm saying the app <laughs> but <laughs> I-N-I-G-M-A because it has no ads and it's free so some of the free you know some of the other free ones that you'll see pop up in the app store are you know they're free yeah. but they off they have ads all in them and the kids are tempted to click on all the things that are blinking at the bottom so I like Enigma just because of how simple it is to use and, mm -hmm. and free so tell us, you, you said you had uh, mostly middle school background. Tell us some things that middle schoolers are doing with QR codes. Okay. Well, one of the popular is, uh, or most popular, would be scavenger hunts with information. So um, like in social studies, I teach a, a class of social studies, and I give them a scavenger hunt over the topic of World War II. They really like that. So I'll, I would just give them a printout of maybe some questions and stations and they would go station to station, scan the QR code and find their answer. And of course, it's a scavenger hunt, so it's a race and we have prizes at the end. So they really like the scavenger hunt. That's what they like the most. Um, some of the other things, I do uh, article of the week. And sometimes on the article, I will put a QR code where they have they can go to a video, um, and they can review the video over maybe it was Malcolm Mitchell. Our last one was Malcolm Mitchell, and how he's um, he loves to read, and so there was a, a YouTube video about that, and so they scanned the QR code and they got to watch the video. Now sometimes they have to you know use videos when they're at home. And my article of the week, we do do like a flip classroom with that. So, um, but it took them directly to that one video they could watch. So that helps. Um, let's see, what else have I done? Quizzes, believe it or not, I have given quizzes with QR codes. And again, when I do QR codes, most of the time they are in stations. So I might have question one where they would scan the QR code. It would have the question, 
and multiple choice. And on their sheet, they would just put A, B, C, or D. And they really like that. Um, station I think like you activity said anything that's different. So, sorry, go ahead yeah. with the next one. <laughs> um, and then if you do stations in your classroom, just having station directions is a big help. If you just put your station directions in that QR code, instead of once they get to the station and they're like, well, what do I do? There's the QR code. They just have to scan it. Somebody in their group or partner just scan and it gives them the directions right there. So maybe you're working with another group. They can independently do that one station by scanning the QR code, which is a big help. Yeah, and they're probably more likely to ask for directions when they're asking a digital thing instead of you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, one of my um, favorite educational gurus, I guess you would say, is um, Kathy Schrock. I don't know. If yeah, she's been around for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And she has blogs and um, just all kinds of things on the web. Um, about QR codes that you can pull up and just Google her name and put QR code behind it and she has tons of great ideas. Yeah, and I'll definitely take her um, her name and put it in our show notes as well. So if people, you know, forget who you said, they'll be able to go to the show notes and click that as well. Yes. Cool. Did you have any other burning ideas? Because I'll add some if you are done, but if you have some more, go ahead. Well, you could use them for like study guide answer keys instead of uh, like if they have the answer or do the a study guide and then maybe the next day on their desk, you could put the QR code in the corner of their desk and they can scan and it's your copy with the answers. Yeah. And just as a double check, sometimes we do that. Yeah, very um, cool. I think I've mentioned most of the ones that I do in the classroom, but I'm always looking, you know, trying to be creative and come up with other activities with QR codes. And to be honest with you, I do them a lot, but they don't seem to be bored with them. Good. Because, that's, that's because always it's good always news. something neat. Yeah, for middle schoolers to say, you know, something that you've done repeatedly and they're not bored with it. <laughs> right. Like you said, because they're so versatile, they can adapt. Um, I can't wait to share with you, I'm saving this idea for the end, but I cannot wait to share with you the coolest thing I just found out about QR codes. But let me share a couple of ideas. Um, I'm just skimming through. I do a presentation on this. At, you know, I've done it at different conferences or whatever. So I just wanted to see what else I would add. Um, I don't know, Robin, what your favorite browser is. Are you a Chrome girl? Or are you an Internet Explorer girl? No, I'm a Chrome girl. You go, girl. Okay, well... Um, if people are listening and they have not signed into Chrome, and you'll do this just with a personal Gmail account. So I use my home Gmail account, and I have it signed in on whatever computers that I'm just going to use. I don't do it on shared computers. But I love extensions, and one of the coolest extensions that has to do with QR codes is OneTab. And if you are signed into Chrome and you just go to the Chrome Web Store and search for OneTab, O-N-E, you got to spell it out, then one tab actually allows you to zip up multiple open tabs on Chrome and the, their purpose of it is mostly for you know saving memory on your computer or 
if you had to walk away from your computer for some reason and you're like, I wasn't done, but I've got to go home, you can quickly zip up everything you were working on in Chrome. It'll save it in one tab and in that extension. And then when you come back tomorrow, or when you get home and you want to work some more, you just restore with one click. So what does that have to do with QR codes? Well, um, one of the things that one tab does is it allows you to share a list of links as one link. So one of the options when you zip up all those tabs, so let's just say, Robin, that you were doing some kind of a, you know, I'm going to say Anne Frank because that's what I used to teach when I taught reading. But mm -hmm. I'm doing an Anne Frank web quest, and I had all these tabs. Well, I get all the tabs ready. I zip them up into one tab. And then it says share as web page. So then I can go to QR stuff or whatever, you know, whatever QR creator I wanted to use, and I can take that one link share it as a QR code and they're going to get all the links that I need them to do for that web quest. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a really cool one. Um, you know, you can, you can take QR codes and put them if you use Sway, you know, because Sway is so beautiful for pictures and stuff. You can put them in there or obviously in your Canvas LMS, um, trying to look through and see some other cool things that you can do. Seesaw, which is, we've been talking a lot about middle school, but I know elementary school especially loves QR codes because it decreases the need for typing with little kids. It's one thing to watch an eighth grader type a, a long address and get it wrong, but kindergartners, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's almost heartbreaking. So, uh, so Seesaw actually has a built-in QR reader. So if kids are submitting things to Seesaw, there is a QR reader that allow the teacher to go in or the parent to go in and, and just quickly link to what they've done. And anything else I want to share? Oh, an interactive bulletin board. If you are listening and you're in Cherokee County and you have not taken any technology classes lately, I'm calling you out. You can come on up here. <laughs> we teach lots of good classes. And we just redid our bulletin boards in the break room. And one of them is about your digital footprint and is going to be interactive. So using that concept, I want you to think of any time that you would host a parent open house or something, you can have students create a QR code that leads to like a Vocaroo. Vocaroo is a really cute little uh, internet web or sound recorder. So they could take their Vocaroo, create a QR code out of that, and you can have those on a bulletin board for open house or curriculum night or whatever you decide to do. But I love using them as an interactive bulletin board. Uh, this one goes, Robin, kind of with one you've shared before, but I want to specifically turn it toward testing. You talked about giving a test with QR codes, but in elementary, a lot of times they do what's called a scoot, where, you know, the kids do something on a QR code and then they scoot the card or they scoot themselves to the next seat. And so I had some third graders a couple years ago that I wanted to try a QR code scavenger hunt on, and we did an actual milestones review. So this teacher had bought, a, you know, a testing review for her class. I think it was science off of Teachers Pay Teachers. And what we did was just change the, the questions into QR codes with the text option, which they do have on QR, um, QR mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, I also like it for, you know, Microsoft Forms. And obviously you can do this with Google Forms as well. But Microsoft Forms actually generates a QR code automatically when you create it. So a couple ideas you could do with that are behavior documentation. So I had a little form that I created that just was like, okay, describe what you did, what you should have done. <laughs> and so it gives you all of that, I'm telling on myself, kind of data that you would need to be able to report to the parent. Or yeah. if they need to go to the restroom, 
you know, the QR code could lead to the restroom checkout form where they're, you know, stepping out of the room. And so I don't know about you, Robin, but I'm going to admit, I sometimes forgot that I had let a child go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, this would come in handy. Yes. And so you know that they actually did have your permission to go there. I love that. So um, I think that kind of, oh, then one more. Okay. This one is probably my most out of the box weird one. And then I'm going to, I'm saving another idea to share with you in a little bit when we're done talking. But for this one, it's on QR stuff as well. And one of the choices, if, if the listeners will go to qrstuff.com, one of the choices down the left-hand side is email message. And so I was working with the Sequoia High School newspaper, and we were talking about actually, you know, they have different editors that edit like the sports section or the academic section. I don't know what they, I would never wrote for the newspaper. Help me, Robin. What's another section of a newspaper? <laughs> Government, clubs, I don't know. <laughs> Obituaries. Yeah. I doubt they would have those in the school newspaper, but maybe for famous people. Oh, in the school newspaper? Oh, I got you. Yes. I was thinking just regular newspaper. Right? Yes, but they might have obituaries of famous people, certainly. And so um, if you go to QR stuff and you choose email message, anytime people scan this certain code, it will send you a message with a certain title and a certain message in it. So, for example, this one, uh, we had it it go to the sports section. So if they scan this certain code, the title of the email would say sports and then the body of the email says, please submit an idea for our sports section. So say that I'm a student at Sequoia reading the newspaper and I scan this code, I can quickly say, hey, this is a sports event you should report on. And it just helps you to, everything's titled the same. So when it comes into your email, it's just all organized. I loved that one. I thought that was a really cool idea that we came up with together. That is a great idea. So, so many ideas with QR codes, and I'm sure that there are a million more. And we go to look at Kathy Schrock. Um, you know, I've seen people put them on Jenga blocks and do all kinds of activities. So the ideas are out there. But what I want to know from you are how do your students respond to using the codes? Well, like I said, they love it. Um, you know, sometimes when students come in the room and they look on the board and they're like, oh, my goodness, another warm-up. <laughs> you know, I can have the QR code up there on the board, and they're like, oh, you know, what's under the QR code when we scan it, you know, and I'm like, well, you just have to find out. So they do like, I, I, maybe it's the unknown. Yeah, the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I said before, they don't seem to be bored with it. Right. They enjoy it when they come in. Um, you know, I, I have not heard them say, oh, no. A QR code. <laughs> um, they, they, they like it. They want to know, you know, when they scan it, what's going to pop up. And you, um, you do teach eighth grade, right? I do teach eighth grade. So I taught them for seven years plus student teaching. So if you can get something that they like and they don't fuss about, Robin, we are winning. <laughs> exactly. That's right. So what would you say, you know, you're in a one-to-one -one school. Dean Rusk uh, became a one-to-one -one school last year, and that's been a really neat implementation, but, of course, full of issues, too. But what would you say to teachers who are like, we don't have enough devices to use QR codes. This doesn't even apply to me. Um, well, if they maybe they only have a few computers in the school or they just have um, a few in their classroom, you can partner them up. And I, I do that sometimes in the classroom when a student's laptop is in uh, the tech office. Maybe they broke their screen or whatever, and it's being fixed. Um, you can partner them up. Uh, you could use an iPad if there are iPads in the classroom or maybe in the media center. And like I said before, with 
eighth grade, I'm not so sure about uh, younger students, uh, but they all have a cell phone. Um, so the cell phone works perfectly with uh, the QR codes. And, yeah, and really partner work too. You can even do it with a group work. You know, if you just had a class set of, of um, or maybe not even a class set of computers um, or laptops, just have station and yeah. then as a group, they could have that just that one device and they could use the you know scanner absolutely and and i've heard this said before but you know if you don't have enough devices old phones actually work really well i'm going to give jeff pence credit for this he and i talked about this i think on a previous episode but you know say you have parents and students with old phones at home they can send those in and they will still scan they don't have to be hooked up to you know any kind of right. service or anything and so you know, doing a, a drive where you got, you know, schools don't have more devices for just different activities they want to do. Old phones are a great way to do like a little drive and get some mm -hmm. more devices in the classroom quickly. Yes, that's so, great. Robin, are you ready for my surprise idea? Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> so I love Breakout EDU and I was on their website looking for some examples because I actually write games for Breakout EDU on the side. And so I was, I ran across a game that had a color your own QR code. And I don't know if you'd ever seen this. I had to translate the website. It was in Danish. And oh. so I will add it to the, uh, I'll write myself a note right now to remember to add it. But um, I had to translate the site. But what it is, is you put in, you know, your text, basically the same stuff you can do on QR stuff. I don't know if it's as robust but you put in the text or the link or whatever that you want the QR code to go to and it prints out a QR code with a hole in the middle and the middle is basically a paint by numbers Ooh. and it generates also a list of numbers that the kids have to color in so some they color in some they don't so it's it's all about you know taking your time but also when they're done they end up with a full QR code that they can scan and it goes wherever you want it to go and I thought that was the coolest Ooh, thing awesome. yeah that is cool yeah so I will send you that site now also put it on the show notes I can't even remember it because like I said the site is in Danish so I will be glad to share that but I thought it would make a great puzzle or if you are one of those teachers who is using a learning management system or Google classroom or something like that it would be a cool thing to hide I love, you know, in, in gamification land, we call it Easter eggs. I love to hide little extra surprises for kids who are out-of-the-box thinkers and who are actually looking for things in my course that, you know, for example, I teach teachers. I don't think that everybody goes and looks at my Canvas course and says, man, what can I learn today? But for the ones who are going there and spending some time, I have thought about putting, like, little surprises there, even for teachers. Yes, I'm a nerd. But putting little surprises there where you only find it if you just happen to go look at that page. So how cool would it be to put one of these, uh, put the clue to the QR code and then the color in QR code kind of on separate pages for the kids to discover and do something with? Yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. I'm going to try that as soon as you send it to me. Yeah, and maybe like maybe it leads to a homework pass or something fun like that. But anyway, Robin, this has been such a great conversation. I know I talked as much or more than you, but it's because I love QR codes <laughs> so much. But, so do uh, I. Just come watch me sometime. I absolutely will. Session, <laughs> so, Robin, how do we get in touch with you? Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. It is, I have a different last name than okay. Twitter. It's. Uh, Robin McIntyre, M-C-E-N-T-Y-R-E. 
Okay, and Robin is spelled R-O-B-Y-N. So spell the whole thing for us one more time. Okay, R-O-B-Y-N-M-C-E-N-T-Y-R-E. Okay, and I will also link to that in the show notes. Robin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Did you enjoy the show? Well, there's more where that came from. We have over 20 episodes now posted on your favorite podcast app. And here's where you can help us to reach even a wider audience. If you love the show, especially a specific episode, will you please go leave us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app? We really appreciate it.